Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. It's the new year, and we're getting serious. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit that every time. But if you have a sense of what you're aiming at, you may not hit it dead on, but you can get close to it. And this is not your cliche New Year, New Me pep talk. The vision statement for your life has to be congruent with the vision for your money. The gloves are on, and it's time to get to work. But some of y'all need to stop and cancel your OnlyFans account. Nearly 40% of people in America can't even afford a $400 emergency. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be notified every single time we drop a new video. Now, let's jump into the show. Welcome to the table, yeah, yeah. We gon' get real, we gon' get right. Oh, building up wealth, we gon' give life. Welcome to the table, wealth, yeah. Welcome to the table, build wealth, life. Welcome to the table. So Charles Schwab did a study and revealed that the majority of American people regret doing 60% of their spending last year in 2023. This is showing me that we spent money on our necessities. We spent money on the things that we needed. But 60% of our, our free money, that our money we just had extra left over after bills, they regretted spending half of that stuff. When I was reading this survey, I was like, man, let me sit back and let me, let me think about, do I regret any of my free or frivolous spending? And I stepped back maybe, maybe 5%. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I mean— I sp- I've spent a lot of money on my house uh, this past year. Uh, I spent a lot of money on the business this past year. I spent a lot of money on staffing the business and bringing on team members. Uh, we did two hires in the year of 2023, full-time hires and three contractors. I put a, uh, started my pool project. I redid my master bedroom. I mean, so a lot of the, the, the extra money that I had uh, budgeted for myself I didn't really spend a whole lot. Now, y'all see I got this nice little necklace. I bought a nice little watch. Uh, but, no, I, I don't really have that many regrets. And I think it's because I literally know how I want to enjoy my life with my money. And I understand that my money doesn't run me. I run my money. I tell my money what 
it's going to do. I sit down every single month and I sit down and I look at my wealth builder tool and I make sure that I'm tracking my wealth and I make sure that I'm investing into uh, my freedom account. So we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about that today. Uh, but this study shocked me. And today I literally want to help you start off the year of 2024 the right way. It's a new year. Happy New Year's to you. Uh, but this year I want us to transform our money in the year of 2024. And so I want to start off today with a different a different way. I want to go straight to the Bible this year. Y'all going to see a lot more Bible coming from me uh, when it comes to our finances. But over in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter, I want to say 13, I'm going to start off at verse 10 and at verse 11. It says, where there is strife, there is pride. Hmm. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. I want to stop right there before I go into chapter 11. I want to encourage you this year to start asking God for more wisdom and knowledge. Okay. Because whoever, whoever seeks really true wealth is also seeking advice and they're taking advice from people who are wiser than them in certain areas because wisdom is found in those who are seeking for advice. You have no problem asking questions. You have no problem being humble. You have no problem being uh, just sitting still and listening more than you talk. So this year, wisdom is found in seeking advice. Be locked in with me every week. As a matter of fact, if you're not subscribed to the show, I want to challenge you to subscribe to the channel today. Subscribe because I'm going to be giving away more and more practical information this year on how we can grow our wealth, how we can eliminate our debt. And, and there's pretty much just three main things, three main things that we're really going to be focusing on this year. Abundance, wellness, and freedom. Abundance, wellness, that leads ultimately to freedom. We're going to be expanding in those areas. As a matter of fact, I'm calling the community the E3 community. Y'all are now the E3 community. We are expanding in wellness, abundance, and freedom. That's, that's who we are. We're no longer going backwards. No, we're no longer going into debt. No, if you're not helping me expand in abundance, in wealth, get out of my life. If you're not helping me expand in wellness and in the wellness of my mind, the wellness of my body, the wellness of my spirit, get out of my life. If you're not helping me expand, E3, you hear me? If you're not helping me expand my freedom so I can, you know, retire when I want to retire, leave this job when I want to leave, or just do whatever I want to do, get out of my life. It's 2024. We E3. We are officially the E3 community. That's what I'm going to be calling y'all from now on. E3, where you at? Put it in the comment section right now if you're down with the E3. If you're down with the E3. Verse 10 says, where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. Dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Whoever gathers money little by little increases. Hmm. Every day, I want you to write this in the chat. Put this in the chat right now. Every single day, 
I am better than the day before. Every single month, I'm increasing my freedom. I'm increasing my wellness. I'm increasing my wealth, my abundance. This is the year of increase. And speaking of increase, and speaking of increase, because as we, as we, as we jump into today's um, conversation of, of how do we really transform our money in 2024, how do we expand our money in 2024, I got a quick five things I want to go over um, with you uh, to help you really do that. These are the things that I did maybe about five years ago, and it took me to a whole nother level financially. But before we go there, I want to announce something that I believe is just extremely important. We're talking about increase. At the end of this month, January 22nd through the 26th, at 12 p.m. noon each and every single day, from that Monday through Friday, we are launching a movement called Pray FYI. This is going to pray. We're going to be praying for your increase over these five days. We're going to be praying that you decrease in debt, but you increase in wealth, you increase in retirement plans, you increase in um, a raise, you increase in businesses, you increase in everything that is surrounding your money. So each and every single day this month, from the 22nd through the 26th, we are going to come together. What does the Bible say? Where two or three gather in his name, then he is in the midst. So we're going to gather two or 3,000 people. We're going to gather 20, 30,000 people. It's 100% free. And I really do believe that if you show up and you be consistent for five days, we can come together and pray for a spouse. We can come together and pray for, you know, all this other stuff. But when is the last time you got together with somebody and you prayed for your increase or around your finances, around your businesses. Maybe you have a small business. You're trying to grow that to 5, 10, 15 employees. Maybe you made $20,000 last year, but you want to increase this year to $100,000. Maybe you are drowning in debt and you want to decrease in debt so you can have an increase in the amount of money you get to keep. And we are going to be praying this month for that. It's 100% free. All you got to do is go to prayfyi.com. It'll be on your screen. You go in there, you register, and you show up every day, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Give me 10 minutes. We're going to pray for five minutes. I'm going to give you some practical stuff around your finances for five minutes, and then you'll be off. You'll be gone. And then every single day for that week, I'm going to be giving you information. I'm going to be um, 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 giving you tools necessary to help you with the increase. And starting that week, we got a newsletter. It's called For Your Increase that will go out every Friday. And so every Friday, you're going to get a newsletter that is helping you increase. Everything that everything in the newsletter is for your increase. Prayfyi.com. Check it out. Check it out. Let's get to it. How are we going to how are we going to increase our income this year? How, how, how are we going to increase our money this year? Here's number one. You got to get a clear vision for your life and for your money. Now, now you guys hear me talk about this often. And one of the complaints that I got last year was, Anthony, when you say write a vision, what do you mean by write a vision? Like vision are more so for companies and visions are more so for businesses. And I'm like, absolutely. Listen, you are a business. 
okay? You are a business. And so your life needs to have a vision for your life, period. If you don't have a vision for your life, where are you going? Um, um, I was uh, sitting down with a, a couple and they, they came to me for not marital advice because I am not a relationship expert, don't have the skill set for it, but it came to me to talk about the money and they was having some money arguments. And while I was sitting down with them, um, and it's actually on Zoom. I won't say I was like actually sitting down with them. I was actually on Zoom. And while I was looking at them and really listening to their problems, I found out that they were on two different vision paths when it came to their finances. So it's two married people who were not aligned when it came to money. And so the argument was, I want to do this. And he had to say no. The argument was he wants to do this. And she was like, no. When I sat back and I simply said, yo, what is the vision? What, what's, what's the vision for the family, for your finances? They stopped. They never took the time to write down, what is the vision for our family? Then they asked me this one question, Anthony, well, how, how, how do we write the vision? And so last year, after hearing that complaint, I said, you know what? Let me honestly sit down and teach people how to write a vision. And so we did that because I want to make sure that as you're starting off the year 2024, we all can write down goals. That's great. But your goals should be pointing back to the vision. You have a vision. The vision is accomplished by goals. Watch this. Your goals are accomplished by your daily habits. What habits and or systems have you put into place? This is good. That's going to get you to your goals. As you're reaching your goals, your goals should be pointing back to the ultimate vision of you if you're single, of you and your family if you're married or and you have kids. But I think a lot of people, we don't really know how to write a vision. So we wrote it. I have a four-page, four-page um, free, free, 100% ebook that teaches you how to write a vision. In here, you know, we're going to actually teach you how to write a personal vision statement. And this is starting at the top of it. It comes from Proverbs 29, verse 18. What does the Bible say? Where there is no vision. What? That's where people perish. Mm. Where there is no vision, <clears throat> that's why families are perishing. That's why marriages, I believe, are, are one of the reasons why marriages are breaking up. Because the vision was not written on paper. Now, why do you need a personal uh, mission statement for you if you're single like myself or for uh, your family? Let me tell you why. Number one, it will help you live a balanced life. And this is all on the free Ebook. It's 100% free. All you got to do is go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash vision. I'm going to make sure we have it tagged in today's show notes so you don't have to go there right now, uh, but you can get it here in the show notes because I literally walk you through. I explain to you everything that's in the vision, and I literally walk you through how to write your vision, and I put on a sheet of paper in here to where you can write your vision, and I want you to write your vision. I want you to put it up on your bathroom mirror. I want you to put it up on your kitchen if you got a family, and make sure your family reads, your 
kids read this, your wife, your husband, yourself, you read this every single day throughout the year 2024 and, I, and watch you accomplish your vision because you wrote it on paper, you read it every single day, and it has to come to pass. But, but, but if, if you have a vision statement, it, it will help you live a well-balanced life. Watch this. It becomes easier to make decisions. Come here, couples. Come here, couples. C come here, couples. You see, when I get married, I will never have to tell my wife no. I will never have to tell my wife yes, really. Because the vision will say yes or no. Come here, couples. Come here. Mm-hmm. Babe, I want to go out there and get this new car. Hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How much is the car? It's going to run us about 30000 Okay, wait. Does that help us get to our vision? Does it help us get to paying off the house, building our dream home, sending our kids to college debt-free, setting aside, you know, a million dollars for retirement or, uh, or, or starting to set aside um, $20,000 for retirement, whatever? Does it help us get there? No. Okay, cool. Great. It says no. Okay, wait. Second question. Does it take us away from getting there? That's the question. If it takes us away from getting to the ultimate vision, the vision said no. If it doesn't take away from getting there, the vision doesn't necessarily say no, but now you got to go over to the vision for your money, a.k.a. your budget. Can you afford it? This is good right here. Can you afford it? Does it take away from accomplishing the vision? Does it help us reach the vision? Buying a home. Maybe your thing is we want to start building assets for a vision. Uh, we want to start building assets so we can start having uh, residual income coming in because we want a certain amount of net worth. Okay. Buying a rental property, that could help us go towards a vision. Cool. Great. Does it take away from the vision? No, we just identified it helps us get there. Great. Three, can we afford it? Now we got to look at the budget, the vision for our money. So uh, having a vision statement helps you with live a well-balanced life. Two, it helps you make clear decisions for your life. Ah, come here, single people. Come here, single people. I'm coming too. If she doesn't align, if he doesn't align with your vision for your life, she got to go. He got to go. I didn't say no to you. You're a great woman. You're a great man. You just don't align with my vision. Our visions don't align. Number three, it provides you with a sense of direction. My God, my God, this is going to be good today. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit that every time. But if you have a sense of what you're aiming at, you may not hit it dead on, but you can get close to it. The problem that I see when it comes to building our wealth and transforming our wealth and really having an increase in our wealth that we're desiring for the year 2024 is, is, is we don't have a clear direction of what we're trying to do. We're winging it. We don't know what we want to do. We don't know how much money we want to save, which is why it bothers me that you don't have the wealth builder tool. Because it's like, how are you tracking your wealth if, if you want to be wealthy? You don't have no direction. So a vision statement helps you with a direction. It will also provide you with motivation during rough times. Your vision 
Uh, one of my mentors and dear friends, Darius Daniel, says, if your why don't make you cry, then the price of the commitment will make you cry. And your vision should be so strong that is attached to your why that when you are feeling down, when, when, when your business is low, when, 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 uh, uh, um, um, what's the word? When, when it's, when it's, when you're trying to figure things out, you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, what am I doing? You go back to your vision, you go back to your why and you're good. And watch this. It helps you to determine your long-term and short-term goals. And so listen, this is a five, hold on, make sure five page PDF document that, um, it's literally going to walk you through everything, right? So you can see here, I don't know if they can get any closer here uh, to the camera. Which camera right here? Yeah, right here, right here. Okay, so you got that right there. And then we're going to give you some spaces to where you can write out. We may just need to put it up on the screen on a PDF if they can't see it, if we could do that, uh, because absolutely, people listening to the podcast cannot see this. Uh, but if you're watching on YouTube, it's five pages. I literally wrote this for you. Hear me clearly. I wrote this for you, okay? This, this is the vision statement for your life. The vision statement for your life has to be congruent with the vision for your money. Meaning that you should be tracking everything inside of your budget. If you're not using the, the, the Every Dollar app that Ramsey Solution pushes out, which is a great app that I still use for like my everyday budget. And if you're not pairing the every dollar app with your wealth builder tool, tracking your investments, tracking, you know, your debt elimination, tracking, you know, what you're really spending your money on, you guys, you're not, you're not making good decisions. You should have a zero based budget. And it's simple. We've talked about this before, and, it's, and, and I'm going to be talking about it a whole lot more this year and really how to really, really, truly budget. Um, but it's simple. You're going to list all of your income minus your expenses, and it should equal zero on piece of paper inside the Every Dollar app. And then after you do that, after you get a detailed budget, you're going to go over to your Wealth Builder tool, and you're going to start tracking how much are you investing into um, your, your 401ks, how much are you invest into your IRAs. And we'll talk a little bit about that today as well. But here's what I really love about the Wealth Builder tool, right? Because you're going to get a clear vision on your money, a clear understanding. Some of you don't understand, okay, wait, how much, if, if I'm going to get a, a pay raise this year, if I'm, um, if I'm going to have more money this year, right, you, you'll be able to track, okay, if I'm getting $5,000 gross, this is what this is net. The Wealth Builder tool will tell you exactly what you should be spending your money on. So 25% on mortgage and rent, 10% over here, 13% over here, 1% over there, and you'll be able to track all of that throughout the year of 2024. And so we're going to put the Wealth Builder tool information uh, in today's show notes as well, because you have to get that. You have to. You have to. All right. Uh, Jay, hand me that book over there, that goal setting book, because I'm about to get into number two here. Um, here's number two. If you're going to increase your money. Thank you there, brother. If you're going to increase your money, right, increase your money. We got to be readers. We, 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 we have to start seeking wisdom and knowledge. You know, it's so funny. Uh, 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 back when I was trying to ball out, right? I was um, 
asking God for a girlfriend. I was asking God for a car. I was asking God for a pay raise. I was asking God for my first $250,000, $300,000 home. I was, I was asking God for, you know, all the material things, but I never asked God for the wisdom and knowledge so that when I get this information, uh, when I get this stuff, the material stuff, I can steward it well. And the reason why I lost so much, the reason why I fell behind so much is simply because, watch this, I never asked God to give me the wisdom and or knowledge to be a good steward of this. And so every single year, every single month this year, we are going to be reading a book every single month. And so on the first show of every single month, myself and my team, we're going to, we're going to buy a book and we are going to talk about the book. And since this is the start of the new year, I know a lot of people are focusing on their goals and stuff like that. Um, I thought one of the best books to get was goals. It's goals by Zig Ziglar, how to get the most out of your life. I wrote down a little brief synopsis of the book, um, and, and I love it because Goals by Zig Ziglar is a motivational guide that emphasizes the crucial role, we just talked about this, of goal setting and achieving personal and professional success. Personal, financial, and professional success. Zig is using his personal experiences and success stories to illustrate how clear, well-defined habits goals, and a vision provides purpose and direction for your life. Hmm? The book outlines a seven-step formula of setting and achieving goals, addressing common obstacles, and highlighting the importance of discipline and positive thinking. It goes beyond individual achievements, uh, encouraging readers to help others set goals and focus on long-term, long watch this, vision and legacy. And so if you're really, really big on, on really reaching your, your ultimate vision, your ultimate um, um, goal, and really building legacy, this is the book that you want to get. And here's what I love about the book. He's going to ask you a question, and you'll be able to write the answers inside of it. Y'all, don't get this on... on um, on Audible. No, 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 no. Don't get this on uh, Kindle. No, I want you to get the hard copy book because you'll be able to write inside of the book. And this is what I love about the book because not only is he teaching, not only is he giving you practical things, but he's going to walk you through on how to get to your ultimate, the ultimate, 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 I think all of us are aiming for is legacy. What kind of legacy are we passing down? And every single year that we're living, it should be contributing to the legacy part of who we are. I don't care if you're 20. I don't care if you're 25. I don't care if you're 30. If you're not thinking about what 70, what 80, what 90 looks like, if you're not thinking about what life looks like after you, why are you living? So we're going to put this link um, into our show notes today. You're going to get a lot of information today. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're about to get a lot of information because, I mean, I don't know what else we can do here. I mean, like, this is going to be great. I read this book last year. I'm going to read it again this year. I'm reading a different book this month, which I'll be referring to you all next month, right? So I'm always going to be ahead of you all. Uh, but I am thinking, I'm even thinking about starting my own book club. 
So I'm thinking about doing that. Let me know in the comments if you if you would like to be a part of my book club if I started one. Because the only way we can grow our income and our finances is we got to learn new things. We got to grow our mind. We got to grow our number one business, which is our mind. I tell everyone to mind your business because your business is your mind, right? That's your number one asset in life. And so if we can continue growing this by reading, uh, by growing, by evolving, by maturing, man, we're going to hit those goals no matter what. And watch this. I don't think we'll just hit them if we're reading. We will surpass them. Eh, That's good. We will surpass our goals. Why? Because we're evolving our mind. So when it comes to increase, Okay. Number one, you got get a clear vision for your life and for for your money. Number two, you're going to read a book this month. Also, too, I want to step up and say this. I want to challenge you for the month of January. Join me. I am reading a book of Proverbs every single month this year. I'm also going to read other books. You know, I'm also going to read other scriptures. But my morning read is always going to be one chapter in the book of Proverbs. We got 31 days in this month. There's 31 chapters inside of Proverbs. That's the book of wisdom. If we want to be wise, you don't have to join me in reading the book of Proverbs every single um, month this year. But can you join me in doing it this year? Can you do that? Some of you may not have a Bible. We're going to link to the Bible app uh, because you can get that Bible app for 100% free. You can be laying in your bed. You can have it read it to you. And inside of that link um, as well is a prayer thing to where we'll be praying for you as well. If you want prayer for this year, we're going to put that in there. But I really want to join you. I really want you to join me in connecting spiritually. This year, not only do I want to increase our finances, but I want to increase the kingdom. I want to, I want to create, Ooh, that's good. I want to create kingdom millionaires, create kingdom, hundred thousandaires, create kingdom, multimillionaires, kingdom, uh, abundance, people, kingdom, freedom, people. I want to, I want to create more kingdom people. And so I'm going to be reading the book of Proverbs every single day this month. It's just one chapter a day. It'll take you maybe five minutes to read that one chapter. And I promise you going into February, you're going to be wiser. You're going to see things clearer. And if you don't have a Bible, that's cool. I got something for you. Click the link in today's show notes. There's going to be so many links in there, like I said today. But click that link. Join us in that. And then also there's other Bible studies on there when it comes to money. Here's number three when it comes to increasing our income, increasing our income. And I want you to stay to the end of the show, you guys, because, man, someone asked me a very interesting question. I want to answer that question for you. So it's going to be pretty dope. I'm pretty excited about that one. Here's number three. If we're going to, if we're going to increase our income in the year 2024, you got to stop borrowing money. You got to stop borrowing money. I want to challenge you to stop borrowing money for this year. You, you may disagree. Oh, Anthony, I got to borrow money. Okay. All right. Anthony, I'm a, and I'm going to use other people's money. Okay. I want to challenge you If you're living paycheck to paycheck right now, I want to challenge you to stop for the next 12 months. Here's why. Most people can change their financial future within 12 12 months of sacrifice and determination. But some would say that's too long. So instead, they stay in the same situation for 12 years. I really want you to sit back and ask yourself this question. Have you been sick and tired of where you are the last three years? Let's just go back to last year, 2023. It was just yesterday. How did you feel? Were you tired of getting up on the first of the month and stressed out because you didn't have your rent money? 
Were you stressed out because you wanted to go on a vacation, but you couldn't go on a vacation, you couldn't afford to take off of your two jobs? How did you feel going from one job going to the next job because you had to? Not because you wanted to, not, not because you enjoy both of those jobs, but, but, but because you had to. American household debt hit a record of $16.9 trillion at the end of last year. Jay, I want you to put this up on the screen. If we had to write this down, write this down, 16 comma, 960 comma, 000 comma, 000 comma, 000 period. Let me say that one more time. This is $16.9 trillion. I want you to see how much America is in debt. 16 comma 960 comma 000 comma 000 comma 000 period. That's how much debt the American people are in. America, we owe about $986 billion just in credit cards alone, about $1.5 trillion on vehicle loans, and $1.6 trillion in student loans. Stats are showing that younger people, Gen Z, are falling behind faster and going into delinquency. Particularly, watch this, on credit cards and auto loans. Younger borrowers have surpassed pre-pandemic rates on delinquency. Delinquency rates for older borrowers are also rising. Now, if you subscribe to the credit formula, you know, everything goes by DTI, your debt to income ratio. Let me give you an example of what your debt to income ratio is. Let's say, for an example, your bills are $5,000 a month, but you make $7,500 a month. That means that your DTI is 66%. Based upon their math, and my math too as well, it also means that you're in dire need of a financial overhaul. You're in dire need of a transformational situation with your finances. That's why we're talking about this show today. The maximum DTI, maximum debt to income to qualify for a mortgage is suggested 43%. Most financial advisors, excluding myself, recommend keeping your DTI at 30% or lower. lower. My debt to income ratio is zero. <laughs> I don't want you to have any debt outside of rent, real estate. That's, that's my goal. But if you're gonna follow this method, they're saying 30%. Younger people are hurting. Are hurting. When I look at this study, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here going through the notes of this study. It is about 20, 20 pages long. And it's literally breaking down, you know, how much is what. U.S. consumers with children have from 14% to 51% more total debt than the national average. Their credit scores are completely lower than the na national average. 
And this is a study that was done by Experian. The study found that families with four or more children had 51% more than the national average in debt. The number decreased slightly as number of children decreased, but even- What's going on family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I wanna talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio, or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining, they were mirrors of our resilience, our joy, and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us, from legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes. This collection has no bounds. You see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcasts, Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com slash today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com slash today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. 
You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Even one child will put a family 14% over the national average. Here's what got me. But the median debt to asset ratio for white families is 26.5%, while it was nearly 50% for black families and 46% for Hispanic families and 37% for other non-white races and ethnics um, in the world. Not in the world, I'm sorry, in America. We have a problem. Women are on the rise and they're, they're, they're way more educated than men. But women have made a huge economical gain over the decades, but most have more debt than men. So they're getting the education. They're on the rise. They're living, we're, we're living paycheck to paycheck as normal. We're getting up every single day and we're working Monday through Friday, putting in hard labor to come back in and pay everybody else. We're drowning in debt. We look good, we shout good, we, we walk good, we smell good, but we're not good. And I, I wanna walk through very quickly on how, when you stop borrowing money for 12 months, because some of you all rock with me. Some of you are like, oh, I listen to you, AO, but I don't really rock with this. Okay, cool. Great. Let, let, let's, let's talk about it. I understand. I respect your decision. But can I be honest with you, man? It feels good to wake up today, the first of the month. It feels good to wake up the first of every single month and know that my only bills that I really have to pay is on my business side got to pay payroll on the first of every single month. I got to pay my mortgage. And I got to pay on the business side our rent for our new building. But that's it. I don't I don't get I I actually enjoy going to my mailbox. Is empty is empty half of the time cuz I don't have many major bills coming in. Just my regular utility bills, but I have that stuff coming to me via email. Do you know what it feels like to walk in and, 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 and enjoy life? Because I don't have any debt lingering me, lingering over me. And I want you to have that same feeling with me. So if you're in debt, real quickly, here's what I want you to do to start the process of getting out of debt this year. Number one, you got to stop borrowing money. Stop borrowing money. Stop borrowing money. If you, if you can't afford to pay for it cash, don't pay for it. Save up and pay for it. Number, pull, number two, I want you to pull your last three bank statements from last quarter. 
from last quarter, right? And I want you to pull your credit report. Pull your credit report. Pull your credit report. You're going to pull your credit report. You're going to pull your, your last three bank statements. And from there, you're going to get on a clear budget, and you're going to stick to it. Your credit report is going to tell you your outstanding debt. Your last three bank statements are going to show you exactly where you've spent the majority of your money. Some of y'all are eating out too much. Let's be real. Stop it. Stop it. Cook at home. Some of us have too many subscription plans going out right now from subscription apps and subscription music and subscription TV. Stop it. I'm going to go here, and I don't want to offend nobody, but some of y'all need to stop and cancel your OnlyFans accounts. I was reading a study and, and noticed that in this study it was talking about how um, OnlyFans has turned into a billion, I mean a multi-billion dollar industry, and the average person who was on OnlyFans is spending close to $140 a month just on subscriptions. To me, this is shocking because when I was reading it, I was, I was doing some study and I was like, wait, wait a minute. People are literally paying $25 a month to see some feet. But then yet we want to complain that we don't have the money or, or we want to complain. No, no. Where are you spending your money? Some of y'all need to stop getting your extra stuff on the side, if you understand what I'm saying. That weed need to go. I'm sorry, ladies. Some of y'all are coupon shoppers. You, you out here coupon shopping, you're thinking, well, I'm saving money by shopping this way. But you're still spending money. You're still putting money on the credit card. And you think you're getting a deal. No, you're not getting a deal. You're still spending money. So your bank account and your credit report is going to tell you the truth about who you are. It's going to tell you the truth about where your heart lies. Because... It's going to be real. That bank statement and credit report don't lie. And I had to do that myself. I had to do it myself. So you're going to pull that. You're going to get a clear budget, and you're going to stick to it. And once you stick to that budget, I want you to create an emergency fund while getting out of debt. Now, I'm about to break this down a little bit more. I'm going to go into a little bit more, but here it is. I'm going to say it. On the next point, I'm going to dive in deeper. Your emergency fund, while getting out of debt, should be at least one month of expenses. And your expenses, for one month of your expenses, yes, I'm saying one month. I'm not saying $1,000. I'm saying one month of expenses should be your housing and rent payment, your utilities, your groceries, not out to dinner, your groceries, your transportation costs, and I'm adding one more thing in there, your child care expenses. Here's why I'm saying child care expenses. Because if you lost your job 
And if your child comes home, you're not really in a position to where now you can go out and look for another job. So you need at least your child to stay in that daycare um, for at least one month. So that way you can focus for that month of finding another situation if you have to find it. And so now I go by the five walls. I don't know what I'm going to call it now because uh, I got to add in child care. Because last year I started noticing that people, when they got off of the job, when they lost their job, they had to pull the people out of daycare because they didn't have daycare money. And because they didn't have daycare money, now they couldn't really focus on having a—it a, it is completely unprofessional to be calling a job, doing a phone interview, and your baby's crying in the back. It is, it is almost impossible for you to go look for a job, to go to a job interview, and you don't have someone to watch your baby. Now, now if you're single, you won't add child care expenses to that, to your expenses. But if, if you're single with the baby or if you have a baby in a family, while you're getting out of debt, you're going to set aside one month of emergency funds. And you're going to cover the four walls plus the roof <laughs> or plus the floor, whatever I would have called that call the child care expenses. So once you set aside that one month of expenses, then you're going to attack your debt using the debt snowball, you guys. You're going to attack it. You're going to go hard. You're going to stop borrowing. You're not going to be looking backwards. You're going to attack the debt using the debt snowball method. I have a whole video on how the debt snowball method that I'm going to do another show either this month or next month on how to get out of debt quickly. And, and it, really, it really does work because I did it, right? And so while paying off debt, yes, you're going to pause all of your investments, all of them, and you're going to aggressively attack it. All right. Y'all here? You feeling me? That this is how we're going to transform our finances in 2024. Now, let's go into this. Number four, I want you to upgrade your emergency fund and or your savings, right? Here's why. 57% of people are uncomfortable with their level of emergency funds. Nearly 48% of people in America don't even have $1,000 in emergency fund. I'm sorry, not 1000 Nearly 48% of people in America can't even afford a $400 emergency Then I think it was like 60% can't even do a $1,000 emergency fund. So while I was reading one of the studies, one of the studies that stood out to me, it said to, to become comfortable, I want to put aside at least six months of expenses. Three to six months, what they're saying. And I agree with that. My goal for you this month is if you're out of debt, I really want you to focus on, one, getting that starter emergency fund up. I call it the, the, foundation, the foundational emergency fund, which is one month of emergencies. $1,000 is great. I know you're all going to say, well, Anthony, I know you came from, you know, Dave Ramsey, and I still believe in everything that he teaches. I'm just not there anymore. And now that I've, I'm out on my own and, and I'm helping people with their finances, especially people of color in my world, I just think that you can operate better and more efficiently if you have one month. But watch this. Even one month is not comfortable. It could take people two, three, four, five months to find a job. So I am not trying to make you comfortable with this suggestion. 
I do want to give you enough time to where you feel the stress, but you're not overstressed right now. At least you have 30 days to where every single day, if life was to happen, you can get your butt up and go apply for jobs. You can get your butt up and go apply for Uber, apply for DoorDash, apply for, you know, whatever, to start getting money coming in while you're looking for maybe a different career change, while you're looking uh, for maybe um, a different avenue. But you have to get your emergency fund up. And I just think that one month is not enough but it's enough to get you through your debt-free journey. And so you're going to put that in there. Now, once you get out of debt, then you're going to go back to that one-month emergency fund, and you're going to take it up to at least three to six months. If you're single, I'm cool with you doing three months. Um, but if you're married, man, you need, you need six months. Six months. Six months. Now, now, now. Um, here's a full list of the emergencies that you should be preparing for. Number one, your housing. Number two, utilities. Number three, food. Number four, transportation. Number five, health care. Well, Anthony, what do you mean by health care? This includes health care insurance premiums and out-of-pocket medical expenses, prescriptions, and possible uh, dental and vision care, right? And so... For me, if you know, okay, hey, um, if I go to the emergency room, my uh, my premium uh, is going to be fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. Well, go ahead and put you know six months of that aside. So that way, if life was to happen, if you're in the middle of a transition, at least you have you at least you can get to the doctor six times with no issues because you have your premium taken care of. If you know you have out-of-pocket medical expenses, you're going to set aside for that as well. Insurance. This is a part of your health care, but this can also include life insurance checks, disability insurance, additional coverages for homeowners and renters insurance. So if you know you're renting right now, and like prime example for me, I actually uh, pay my life insurance out of pocket. And if I was to lose my job, I don't want to stop paying my life insurance policy. Because what if something happens to me while I was transitioning? Uh, so I set aside enough money for my life insurance check to come out every single month. And so should you. Life insurance check, any kind of health insurance you may have outside of your job. All right. Next one, child care and education. If you're in school and you're cash flowing that right now, yo, I want you to go ahead and have at least six months of that set aside. Then when you get out of school, maybe you can take that money out and you can put it back towards anything else that you may want. But if you're in school, I want you to set aside for that if you're paying for it monthly. All right. Child care expenses. Again, goes back to what do we say? If you have a child and they're in child care, let's say if you lose your job, if you have six months of child care sitting aside, that's just going to, you're just going to feel very relieved that you have that. And then also personal care and clothing, personal care, haircuts, nails done, ladies. I, this is what I set aside for. So that way, if I do have to step aside, I don't have to change my whole life. For six months. I could take two months off, maybe go look for a job month number three. I don't care, whatever it is. Again, this is all about how do we expand our freedom and we expand and we increase our freedom by preparing for transitions. All right. So I got two more. Uh, we're going to go through these real quickly because I really want to make sure I don't keep y'all no longer than an hour, hour and five minutes. But here's number five. I want you to maximize your freedom accounts. 
I'm starting to call the retirement accounts freedom accounts because I think retirement sounds old and outdated, but it's still really relevant. But for us, I call freedom accounts as in, man, I, I'm free to go do whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, however I want to do it. And I love that. I, lo I love how, how we can really sit back and say, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to be free. Freedom age in America is 65 and a half. I'm going to do another show on all of these, right, on all these freedom accounts, a.k.a. retirement accounts. But we need to be maximizing and have, we need to have a strategy on how we're going to max out our 401k plans up until the match. Then you have your individual retirement accounts, and this is called your IRAs, your traditional IRA and your Roth IRA. You have your 403 plans, similar to the 401k, but this is for your nonprofit organizations. You have your simplified uh, employee pensions. Uh, this is SEP IRA. This is for small business owners uh, like myself. You have the health savings account, HSAs. This is primarily, now this is, this is one that a lot of people slip, sleep on. This is primarily intended for healthcare expenses, right? If you have a high uh, deductible healthcare program, uh, program, HSAs can also serve as a retirement savings tool as well, right? And what I love about the HSA um, retirement tool or just the HSA period is that it's a triple tax advantage. What do I mean, what do I mean by that? You can contribute to it tax-free, money grows tax-free, and it withdraws for qualified medical expenses tax-free. It's triple. So what you put into it, you get it, you get it's tax-free. It comes off of your taxes. When it's growing, it's tax-free. If you have a medical issue, a medical alert, a medical concern, you can withdraw from it tax-free. I was on DoorDash actually just the other day, and I was ordering uh, some, um, uh, some medicine. I forgot what it was. Oh, it was NyQuil. I wasn't feeling well. And at the bottom of DoorDash NyQuil, it said, yo, you can pay with this with your HSA account. Man, I grabbed that account so quick because, wait a minute, I can pay for that with tax-free money? Yo, get this money, not the money I pay taxes on. Now, when you get to the age of 65, you can withdraw for any purpose, penalty-free, but if it's outside of your medical, then you do need to pay taxes on that. All right? And the last two are your pension plans and your government plans. All right? So these are not as common today, especially the pension plan. Now, your government plans, it you do have a thrift savings plan, TSP, which these are offers very similar to the 401k. Very similar to the 401k. Now, the pension plans are a little outdated. We don't see a lot of those that much. But the pension plans are simply that the company is taking full responsibility of cutting you a check. All right. Now, let me let, let me help you with this. Number six is going to be a little tough because this is going to really help you with the increase, but it doesn't really benefit your increase. OK, doesn't really benefit your increase. I need you to update your life insurance policy and your estate plan today. By the end of this month, I want you to update your life insurance and your estate plan. We all know the importance of life insurance. The majority of us would die and we'll leave our kids with bills and benefits and the benefits are not even enough to take care of the bills.
I told y'all this last year that one of my good friends um, who has a mega church, uh, they buried close to 500 people last year. And the majority of them did not have life insurance plans or estate plans. Last year, last January sometime, I completed my estate plan and upped my insurance policy to multiple seven figures. And I think the hardest thing for me was, man, I'm planning for my death. I'm planning for everything that I worked hard for to be passed down to someone else, to my loved ones. And I think oftentimes we'll push this off because it doesn't really benefit us right now to do it. But I want to I want to I want to dispute that. I would definitely say I sleep a little bit better because I know that my family and friends, if something was to happen to me before they pass, that they are taken care of. I want to give you five reasons, five reasons why you should check out my friends over at Ethos. And we're going to put their information in the show notes because it's not expensive to do this. If you have a life insurance policy with Ethos, they'll give you an estate plan for 100% free. If you are looking for a term life insurance policy, you can get a million dollar policy for as cheap as like 50 to 70 to 100 bucks, depending on your age. And if you get a policy with them, they're going to give it to you for free. When I did my estate plan, my attorney cost me about $3,000. If you just want to get an estate plan flat out without insurance with the with Ethos, it's $450. So we're going to put that information in today's show notes. But let me give you five reasons why you need to do this. Number one is control over assets and distribution. You see, an estate plan ensures that your assets are distributed according to your wishes after you pass away. Without an estate plan, state laws will determine how your assets are divided, not your family, not your loved ones, the state. So let's say your siblings want to fight over something, the state will dispute or fix or tend to their dispute. Rather than you just saying, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, loved one, hey, friend, hey, 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 you get this, 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 and this. I want y'all just to mourn my death. So number one, it controls your assets of distribution. Number two, it protects your beneficiaries. An estate plan can protect beneficiaries, both minor and or adult. From minor beneficiaries, you can designate someone to uh, pretty much control when they get the money and how much they get the money. And then for your adult, um, it, it can really help out, let's say, watch this, in a case of a divorce. Then it's going to reduce estate taxes, estate taxes. A well-structured estate plan can help minimize the tax burden on your estate and your beneficiaries by using strategies like trust, gifting, or charitable donations. And you can reduce estate taxes and preserve more for your wealth of their heirs. Now, here's the last two, which I think a lot of people do not really pay attention to. And here it is. You avoid probate. Probate. So if we were to pass... The probate can be a very lengthy, public, and often costly process. See, a well-known, a, a good established estate from ethos plan often includes a trust and can help your estate bypass probate, speeding up the distribution of assets or beneficiaries. Actually, I'm sorry, assets to your beneficiaries and keeping the details of your estate private. And we learned a lot about Martin Luther King, the late, the great Martin Luther King, because 
he didn't have an estate in place. And we can see everything that his family was kind of fighting over. And an estate also, watch this, helps you plan for, let's say if you go into a coma, in case you become, let's say, put it like this, non-responsive. <laughs> you know, and so this is gonna happen through your power of attorney and healthcare directives and can appoint individuals to manage your financial affairs and make healthcare decisions on your behalf if you're unable to do so. Listen, this is, this is important. And this is how, watch this, this is how you really, really, really take control of your money in 2024. Six things that we really want you to focus on this year. Get a clear vision. Download the How to Write a Vision free ebook. Read a book. Get the Zig Ziglar book. Read a book a month. Stop borrowing money for this year. Okay, just, just take the challenge. And if you, don't see, if you don't feel refreshed, if you don't feel rejuvenated, if you don't feel like you have control over your money, then hey, go back to normal. But give me 12 months of sacrifice, and I promise you the next 12 years of your life will seem and feel differently. You're gonna upgrade your savings to one month if you're still paying off debt, to one month of your expenses, to six months of all of your expenses, right? You're gonna maximize your freedom accounts, which this is your, your retirement accounts. Then you're gonna update your life insurance and estate plan. That's how we're gonna transform our money in 2024. And this is how we're gonna get the increase. Let me know in the chat how you feeling. Let me know in the chat and let me know in the comments how uh, you are feeling. Uh, I want to end the show, every show this year, uh, with um, a new segment um, that I am incorporating, which is actually turning into an actual show. We're going to be going live every Wednesday starting February 7th, uh, right, with uh, a new show called Build Your Table with Anthony O'Neill. To where in this show, I will bring in financial guests, right, for maybe like the first 15, 20 minutes. We'll explain a particular product, and then we'll take your questions around the particular, uh, not product, but particular services. Like for an example, I'll bring in a financial advisor, and we'll slowly talk about uh, SEPs. We'll slowly talk about IRAs. We'll slowly talk about stocks. Or I may bring in someone around estate planning. We may just slowly talk about estate planning. Uh, then I may be teaching on debt elimination or uh, basis of investing. Like this show every single Wednesday, we are going to be um, teaching some, right? But the majority of the show will be, you can call in and ask your questions. Watch this. You just can't call in. You got to actually call in with your face, come up on camera, and we are going to uh, show the world how we are expanding and how we're increasing this year. And so this new show, how we're going to end the show, every single show now moving forward, um, is the crescent of the show brought to you by Build Your Table with Anthony O'Neill. That's on Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every single Wednesday. So today's show, um, I, I don't want to say the name because I didn't get their permission but um, to share the name, but it did say I can share the question. This is the question they sent in. I currently have three credit cards in collections totaling $56,000 and would like to purchase a home in the next two years. I was advised not to pay these debts and instead to pay a company $1,500 to clean my credit report. Would you recommend this approach? I'm going to say this one more time. I currently have <laughs> three credit cards in collections. Wow. We just went over credit card debt. Totaling about $56,000. And I would like to purchase a home within the next two years. 
I was advised not to pay these debts and instead pay a credit card company or a credit company $1,500 to get them removed from my credit report to clean up my credit report. Would I recommend this uh, approach? Heck no. Heck no. And I'll be transparent with you all. The reason why I say heck no is because I did that two times when I was young. And I learned from doing it those two times that there's no shortcut to being a good steward with your money. I paid a company one time $1,000 to clean up my credit report. And can I be honest with you? They cleaned it up. Set off my credit report for 45 days. Then after they cleaned it up, they locked my credit report. You know why? Because a lot of these companies are filing fraud on your credit report, and they're getting it removed from filing fraud. Then when you put fraud on top of your credit report, it locks your credit report to where now everywhere you go to apply for your mortgage, darling, uh, now you got to call your credit report, have them unlock it to have them people pull your credit report. No, no, it's not worth it. Then once they, once, once they put the fraud on there, I went back, paid another company $750 to put to take it back off. Then the credit, report, the credit reporting agency locked my credit file for like six months to where I couldn't get access to my credit file. So listen, there's no shortcut to being a good steward of your finances. Here's the best way to attack your collection items. As a former bill collector, as a former collection agent, Number one, you got to know your rights, all right, because there are rights that we have to follow in the bill collector world. You got to familiarize yourself with the Fair Debt Collection um, Practice Act. It's the FDCPA, okay? Um, After you do that, verify the debt. I want you to have them send you a letter verifying the debt, verifying where it came from, because sometimes the collection agencies are really telling the truth, but then sometimes they're not. So verify the debt is yours, verify the debt amount, right? Now, once you do that, here's the secret when it comes to uh, paying off your debt, okay? Here's the secret, here's the secret, it's simple. Wait the last five business days of the month. So let's say for an example, one of your credit cards is $10,000. Let's say you have uh, $3,000 in your account right now that you can pay towards it. Never negotiate in the first three months if you're trying to settle your account in full, right? Never negotiate at all. Wait for the last five business days. I want you to negotiate hard for the first two. Let's say, for example, you owe $10,000, offer them $1,000, because here's the secret. Most banks buy these, not banks, most collection agencies will buy this for $0.10 on a dollar. $0.10 on a dollar, right? So if you owe a dollar, for example, they paid $1. If you owe $10,000, they paid $1,000. So anything above $1,000 is profit. Most collection agencies will not go any lower than 20 to 25%. So in the first two or three weeks, while they have all this month ahead of them, they're going to try and get you at, they're going to try and offer you like maybe 70 cents, 80 cents on the dollar, 80% of the price. But no, tell them, hey, I owe you 10,000. I'll give you a thousand and stick with it. Stick with it. Then they'll come down and say, you know what? We could do 60%. No, I'll give you 40%. 
I'm not saying everyone's going to get down to 25 and 30% because that's not the case for every company. But you want to you want to go as hard as you can. Here's the only way you win is if you're going to settle this in full, you need to have cash on hand that you can wire the money or you can overnight them a check instantly. Do not give them your debit card um, over the phone. Do not give them your bank information over the phone because I've seen credit card companies and I was a part of some of them to where we would charge you this one, but then we'll also charge you another one in the next time. And if we didn't, if we didn't send you something in writing, that's your loss. So you wait the last five days, you get them to email you or fax you a letterhead saying, we will settle this in full. And you can even negotiate, hey, if I paid in full, I want you to remove it from my credit report. Some people will do it. Some people will not do it, right? It all depends. But if you settle in full, you need to get a settle in full letter from that letterhead with that account name and account number and the date. Then you need to wire them the funds or overnight them with a tracking number of the funds that shows when the check arrived with the due date and it matches what's on a settlement letter, right? Once they get the check, you need a settled in full letter so that way you can have your credit reports updated. So listen, it's no shortcut, man. I wish there was a way to where we can just go out there and just make things a little bit easier. We got to stop looking for shortcuts. We, we have to start really, 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 you know, what's the best way of me being a good steward? And that is the best way. Stop borrowing money and pay your bills on time. If you're one of the people who are like this young lady asking like, well, man, can I, can I, I'm just going to charge, charge this up and then, huh, suck it up. I paid someone $1,500 to clean my, my credit report. You're not a good steward with your money. That's bad practice. Pay your bills, man. Because how would you feel if you loaned somebody some money and they didn't pay you? How would you feel if you gave someone a product and they didn't pay you and they went out there and paid someone to make you disappear off their credit report? How would you feel? But we don't think about that because it's not us in that chair. Listen, it's your boy Anthony O'Neill. Happy New Year. Uh, today was a lot of information. I hope it blessed you. Um, let me know if it blessed you in the comments. Get all of the free stuff that we're giving you in today's show notes. It's a lot. Myself and Michelle will make sure everything is in there. And uh, we'll see you on the next show. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.